Welcome to episode 34 of Mainly Games. In this episode, we look at the Kickstarter Haunt Your House. We also review Zombicide Gear Up, Marvel Remix, Green Team Wins, and The Mirroring of Mary King. And we also, because Stranger Things is hot right now, we look at a list that tells us you will like these board games if you like Stranger Things. Do they hold up? Have we played them? Do we even care? But we're going to take a look. Let's get started. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we're a podcast that talks about everything but mainly games. That's it. Yep, that's You've it. You got it. Ah, so, all right, episode, this is episode 34. I know, wow. We've made it. We've made it through. 34, it's always a big milestone. It's the biggest milestone I think that there ever is. It's not really. No, we just that's made okay. it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, just us. we ended up gaming last night till 2 a.m. We did indeed. And that was not the plan. No. But we just kept rolling through game after we game We just kept wanting game. to play games. Yeah. And new, kind of mixing new and old games. Yeah, we did. We did a little bit of both, which was really, really fun. Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, exhausting. Yes. Too. And now it is currently, what, very early in the morning. So this is why, you know, we're drinking some coffee and I'm going to have a blast. Yep. Got some coffee, ready to talk some games. Yeah. Hey, that's it. That sounds like a good morning right there. But first... Movies, everything, mm-hmm. like, everything like that. Now, okay, we just finished Stranger Things season four. We did just finish it. I know. I and I gotta say, I love it. Did not love how this was a bit more of a cliffhanger than the other that seasons. That was the one thing I was gonna say about this. This was the first season that really, at the end of it, tied into the last season. Yes. Now that's see most other seasons they kind of have a cliffhanger and things, except they usually kind of wrap up and at the end there's one little teaser showing you that something else is going to be coming towards you you know but this one is really just a maybe it's because they're building up to what i think is the last season i'm not sure i do believe the last season is like the season that's coming is the last season i think i think they've kind of said this is it we're done but you know like season one there was like a little thing like you'd go to the upside down and you would see that something was still rumbling so you knew stuff was still happening but this this season you really knew stuff was going to happen next season they really built that up which is probably going to be the last season because first of all these kids have already hit puberty and they've went from like three foot to seven foot a lot of them yeah keeping the exact same haircut yes that bowl haircut yes that will's got Yep. And everyone knows the true monster in Stranger Things is the one that gives him that haircut true. year after true, year. True, 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 So, anyway. Yeah. Hey, it was when we watched some, like, behind-the-scene takes. That was cool seeing how they, like, made the monsters and how they made all those special effects. That was really cool. Right, yeah. We mentioned yeah. we do that with our daughters, so yeah. she's not too scared. That being said, she hid during most of these and didn't watch most of season She didn't four. watch it. She watched her own little shows. Yeah, which so is fine. fine. It's pretty so. rough. But she still wanted to see, like, the outtake, so we yeah. did that. Which is, now, I saw Top Gun Maverick is out. Yes. And you can buy that, and that's yep. one I really want to have at home. I think what, that's going to be a keeper right surround there. Surround yeah. sound, just really, because mm-hmm. I could watch that I could watch that movie three or four times. Yeah, that's a good it's movie. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's I know. That would be a good one. We should watch it and then play the game. Top Gun. Hey, you know one thing we I was thinking, too, while watching um, Stranger Things? We redid our sound system yep. in our TV room, and that bass was kicking. Yeah, but the problem with, was we bought a big subwoofer for our um, arcade system outside. Yes, yes. Ended up being a big subwoofer, right? Yeah. And it's Huge. like, well, this won't fit in the arcade. This is silly. You're playing Mortal Kombat. You don't hear anything. You just feel it. So mm-hmm. we're like, all right. And... 
the sound system we bought for inside also had a big subwoofer. So we had this extra subwoofer. And then I, the receiver, it, you're able to plug in a second subwoofer. I thought, well, I don't want to waste it. So I stuck it in. Man, it's overkill. It's <laughs> oh, like, yes. this is, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like when they go to the upside down, I don't want to say too much, but when they go to the upside down and there's that bass rumbling, you're like, it's just, oof. and you're hearing stuff behind you. It was very yeah, cool. That, that's it was creepy. very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Awesome. So we did that. Now, Um, what I haven't seen, and here's the thing. You guys know this. If it's a show that you're going to watch, it is going to be spoiled online. True. Like there have been two really big things being dropped, She-Hulk mm-hmm. and the new Game of Thrones prequel. True, yeah. And people are excited about the new, um, well, the Amazon trailer for the new Lord of the Rings. Yes. Dropped. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to some friends about it, and they're like, hey, are you excited? And I, I loved um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And the Lord of the Rings, of course, I loved because I'm, 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 I have a pulse. Yes, But right. um, anyway, but I, I'm just, and you know what? This is going to get hate mail from people. I just know it is. I'm not, I will watch them. I'm not as excited. Every time a prequel comes out, I'm not as excited as I would have been if it was a continuing story. Yeah, I agree. Prequels are not my favorite thing. It's, it's the thing, and I don't know. I, it's like also to take it to a different, totally different track at all. You know how um, Disney with Monsters, uh, Monster University? Yeah. They went back, did a prequel to like how they met. Didn't watch those for like years, and then See, one day just randomly watched it because it was on. But I was not excited about the prequel, but all the other monster movies I really liked. But see, those right there, I don't mind that, and I'll tell you why. Because those are more just comedic. Yeah, there's true. really very little storyline. Yeah, this one has like a huge Lord of the Rings. Obviously, there's that storyline of surprises that goes through it yeah. and everything. Same with Star Wars, that storyline and surprises that goes through it. And every time a prequel, you kind of know where it ends up. Yeah. I know it's the journey on how they get there. But um, this is, I don't know, it's almost lazy. It's like, it's it's less of a, it's less of a, take taking less of a chance if you do a prequel. Yeah. Than if you do a, se- a sequel. Yeah. You know, because if people don't know where, the, uh, they don't like where the characters end up, they're going to be a lot more upset then they don't like the method in which you got them there. Yeah. You know what? Prequels have a less of a chance, is what yeah. one writer told me, less of a chance of ruining the series. They do. Now, of course, Star Wars fans will totally disagree with that. But um, <laughs> but it didn't ruin yeah. the series. See, that's the thing. So, yeah. But then later, it could ruin the series if you think, oh, this character's going to have some horrible story arc 20 years down the road. So I see that. But um, you know what? Isn't that what storytelling is about? Making yeah. sure you have the substance of a great story, and then tell it. Yeah, true. That's really what it is. That's true. Yeah, I would like to see something that's not a prequel or a remake. But, no. you know, that's okay. Evidently, Hollywood is getting low on ideas, evidently. Yeah, so. your microphone is having the worst hair day in the world. I am really, and I don't want to keep touching it because I don't want to keep rumbling it. Because so. at first it was pointing towards the wall. And she oh, I know. fine with it. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's pointing, not even, it's like pointing like, it's like cockeyed. It's just, I know. Well, I don't know. It just, this thing, it just keeps... It just keeps giving and giving. I know. It's so, Okay, there we go. All right, I'm we sorry go. all that rumbling just happened. Hopefully, it's better now. There okay. we go. All right. Can you even see the computer past your see. pop filter and everything? I can everything? see. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm good. All yeah. right. Thank you, oh, though. Something, <laughs> something else. Yeah. Oh, we did have somebody tell us, said, hey, I really liked um, watching your your game, your game hall. Mm-hmm. Do you do all of your podcasts where you can watch them on YouTube? <laughs> okay, yes. And we thought, you know what? That actually would be fun. Yeah, we should do I that. Think, um, I think Randy and... A couple other people have messaged in, and they actually do you do the YouTube stream. So the mm-hmm. podcast, they listen to it on YouTube 
or watch it, I guess, but you pretty much watch it or you just have it the yeah. audio on yeah. YouTube. But maybe doing a live podcast would be fun. We should do a live podcast. Yeah, probably wouldn't want to do it this early in the morning. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, so, but yes. um, <laughs> that would be fun. We might actually start doing that. That'd be oh, fun. One thing we actually started yeah. doing is we're trying to log our plays of our games. And a lot of you do that. And I've always used Google Keep, which is the Android version of Notes, and just putting the games in there. Yeah. Starting putting finally finished yesterday. I had a lot of time sitting there. Um, and I put all of our games into BG Stats. Okay. Yeah. That app. Mm-hmm. So it logs every play. And it's really cool to go through and see all the games, everyone you've played with, and the winning percentage of certain people. Because, you know, in your mind, you know that certain people just tend to win certain games or pretty much any game. But um, <laughs> it's pretty fun to go back and then to see what your most played game is. Yes. This is interesting. And, okay. So. Here we go. I asked you. You did ask me. What you thought our most played game was yes. so far in 2022? 2022. And I think I, what did I originally say? I don't remember what I said. I do not know. No. Um, but it ended up our most played game was Quacks. Yes, that surprised me, but that is a fantastic game and I love playing that game. And it, I guess now it does make sense because we do play that game a lot. Well, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. it's almost too... Yeah, so... What's the second most played game? Archaeology. The new oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I guess it makes sense that you play these shorter games more than you play the yeah, larger Yeah, I can see that, because archaeology will often do quickly at the end of the night. Right. We'll crank through a couple at the end, and mm-hmm. then, of course, the game we played several times. Yeah. Long Shot the Dice Game is yeah. up there, too. And mm-hmm. so is Ink and Gold. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Ink and yep. Gold is one. Uh, Blitzkrieg, of course. So the rest of them are short. The Crew and Mind Management is in the top ten. That's probably one of the longer games in the top 10, but it's only because we played it so many times. We even had that Super yeah. Bowl day where we just played... We just played it the whole day. Nothing but my management. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, um, Monster Flux and Sherlock 13. Sherlock 13 is a game that I don't think has gotten enough love. No. It's, you don't hear about it anywhere. You don't. No. I mean, we even got it for free one time, mm-hmm. I think, for like a Dice Tower um, East or something like that. But it's a good game. A fantastic game. Yeah. So, And it's not one of those they just slap the Sherlock IP on there. Yeah. I think it's a very, it, it's a good, it's it's a lighter weight game. Yeah. But it's good. a good game. Yeah. So, okay. Now, um, also Kickstarter news, mm-hmm. Haunt Your House, the game we were talking about from Gen Con. Gen Con, is now on Kickstarter. Yes, you should back this game. You should go take a look at the video. Yes. And the video on this does not do it justice, because I'll tell you, this it's first of all, it's it's brilliant the way the app works. I'm not huge on app driven games. Um, you know, I just I I don't know if they add that much, but this one it's very interesting because when you take your phone, everyone has their phones out, mm-hmm. and you are using this using this the camera and the screen to look at the board. Yeah. Then you see these monsters come up and they start to invade the house, and yep. each monster goes into a different room. So everyone's watching the same thing, and it's AR, so it's the it's the way you can walk around, and the monsters are. I mean, it's it's great. You go to the side, you see them from the side, from the front, and you see them all go to different rooms, and then in the moment they vanish. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like the way we envision it as you have these goggles on, like thirteen ghosts. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. thirteen ghosts. When you have these glasses on, you can see the ghosts. You take yep. them off, and they're gone. Yeah. Okay, but they're still in the house. Yeah. So what you have to do is you move your character around, you pick up certain items, and you can see certain monsters will die because of certain items. Yeah. So you have to get two items. Say you've got to get, I don't know, the brick and the rope to find the, I don't know, the octopus. So um, 
these are my, I'm just throwing things out there. So um, <laughs> then you go to a room. You're like, I think I remember him being here. And then you try to launch your attack. And then everyone brings their, you bring your phone up and you see if you got the right monster. Yeah. And if you did, you captured him. If not, you know, it moves on. But it's really, it's interesting the fact that there are different things like shuffle. And at a shuffle point, all the monsters will then move. Yeah. They'll switch rooms. But it just gives me that, it gives me that fun 13 ghost style feel. Yes. Yeah. In a board game. And then, of course, there's a certain point where they can then leave the board and go to your house and use that AR for a few moments until you get them back to your house. Yes. And it's it's one of those that... They escape, right? Is that what you're talking about? Where you're yeah, going, you're, where they all escape mm-hmm. and things. This is one that I don't think it does it justice on the video. No. Because if I watch the video, I think, well, that's a cute game. But this is actually, it's really well designed. It's amazingly well designed. And yeah. I want to say in the land of two or $300 games, a game shows up for about 30 bucks, then about $60 for a deluxe. Yeah. You're going to want to say, nah, I don't know. But we got a buddy who was there talking to her at the booth. And he was sitting there trying to convince her, you've got to raise the price of this. Yeah. Because he was like, this guy buys heavy games. He goes all in on every come on. He's demoed for it, everything. He's, yes. He buys the biggest of everything. He's like, you got to raise the price. Because even he's saying, this is an incredible game. But people are going to see this price point. And, and think it's a kiddie game. They're going to think it's a kid's yeah, game. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's really, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. And especially for that price. So... Of course, they're set on their price. They want to get it in their hands. This is the first the first game this new company is putting forward. Yeah. But if this was not a prototype we looked at, I mean, Mm-mm. I'm sure it was, but it looked great. Oh, they had done a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. The components, the, everything just clicked with this game. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really, really fun. And it'll be good if you have kids or whatever, and even just as adults and families, like this other friend of ours, it's just him and his wife, you don't have kids in the house, and they're backing it because yeah. it's just, it's that good of a game. Yeah. So that's um, Kickstarter. If you're looking for something fun and unique, Haunt mm-hmm. Your House. This is one that I think if you have people over, it's one of those games that you're going to say, hey, you got to try this. Yeah, you got to play this. We ha- this is so fun. And that's what I like. Yeah. That's something that hasn't been done and you're kind of leaning different. into. It's like yeah. Mystery House did. Yep. Several other ones. But this one, when you sit on the board, you go, okay, you got to try this. Yeah, yeah. And then 10 minutes in, these people are like, this is incredible. Yeah. Right? Because this is a technology that isn't utilized properly and people haven't seen. Yeah, no. So anyway, that's uh, Kickstarter's Haunt Your House. Haunt Your House. All right, so... Now we're going to get into some games some that games? we have played. Yes, okay. Now, first off, I guess we'll start with, eh, we'll keep this one to the end. Okay. But um, So first off, we're going to do a, it's like a check back. I reviewed it quickly after the retreat. You did indeed, or yes. Or the Dice Tower East. But you got a chance to play it. Yes. From Gen Con. We were able to get a copy at Gen Con, which we was were. like gold yep. right there. And we are talking, of course, about Marvel Remix. Yeah, this was a great game. It is by Wiz Kids. You had to look that up. No, I just had to make sure I was saying the right name. Okay. Um, but this is pretty much like Fantasy Realms, reskin with Marvel. So the way you uh, win this game is that you have to have a hero, a location, and a villain in your hand. Yep. And then when there are seven cards out in the discard pile... Um, the game stops, and right. then the person with the most points wins. So there you go. That is the same as all the other ones. But this, like I said, it has the Marvel theme to it, and it's really fun. I really, really like this. Yeah. Um, 
I must admit, I just felt like some, maybe there was just too many heroes that I couldn't find the stuff that would go. So my stunning hand, I had um, Mystique as my villain, and I had for my hero, I totally can't remember the name, but they didn't go together, right? Right. And so I just felt like, I and I kept drawing cards to try and get things that went with them. And that was very difficult to do. That would be my only thing. I almost wish they had done it like two separate things. Yep. So that there was, so I could get my stuff that went with what I had. Like in Fantasy Realms, I feel like it's very easy or it's easier to get the stuff with the cards you have. That would be my only thing. But other than that, this is fun. How do you go wrong with Marvel? Exactly. Yeah. I, I liked it. Um, do I like it more than Fantasy Realms? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. But it is. it adds a little level of complexity adding the villains in there. Yes. You know, and I've talked about this ad nauseum, so I don't want to keep no, going no, no, into no, no, it too no. much. But I just wanted to give you my little. But I will tell thoughts. you the Squirrel Girl promo they gave out at Gen Con, I think Comic Con. Yeah. It has not entered our game, but what we've heard from several people that have played it, it is almost game breaking. Really? It's like if you get her, you have pretty much. They've never seen her in play and the person with her not win the game. Really? So that that kind of gets me excited to try yeah, out. We, we need Squirrel to try. Girl. Yeah, we need to try that but, out. Then. Um, and I want to have her, of course. But, of course. Um, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, it's you probably heard a lot about this. It's a very quick, light, not really light. It says twenty minutes, but I feel like you can play it less than twenty minutes. You can. The, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a good game. Yeah, so, fantastic game. Yeah. And that's Whiskers. So if you like Fantasy Realms, mm -hmm. definitely. Now, there's a Fantasy Realms Deluxe coming out very soon. So make sure you check into that if you do like Fantasy Realms as well. Yeah. All right. So then we're going to go into Green Team Wins. Yes. So this is a party game. This is one we also picked up at Gen Con. And yep. I believe it was by 20th, 25th Century Games. Yes, correct? it was. All right. So this game here. Hang on. I just went off my screen that had my picture on it. This team. Um, this. No, this team. This team wins. <laughs> this team wins. No. So what you want to do here is you want to be on the green team because that is how you get points. And there are questions that you're going to write on your little board the answers on. Yep. And there, the questions are divided into three categories. Best of three. So there are three choices. Right. This or that or fill in the blank. Yeah. Okay. And so you write your answer and then you want to be in the majority. If there are ties, there's no majority. No one gets points. First time you get on the green team, you get one point. If you maintain being on the green team, so if you're on the green team the next round, then you get two points. But, you know, if you are on it the third round, you don't get three points. You just get two points every time. Yep. Uh, this is really fun because you have to start thinking about everybody around you, not just what would I say? Right. What would everybody say? And I kind I do like how it shifts it to not you stop thinking about yourself and more about everybody else. Like oh I know like we played with Lucy. I was like oh I know Misty likes this, so she's probably gonna say this, and I know you say this, so you might say this too. And so you have to start thinking about other people, which I really like that kind well, of it's shifting the focus. Because like that last time we played, we played um, like Jose and Sarai were there. Yes, and there was a there was one. Would you rather? And it's like, would you rather be great at origami or uh -huh. great at knitting? Yes. And I immediately thought everybody on the planet uh -huh. would rather be better at origami. Yes. Except the people that we're around, they sew. Yes. So I had to go knitting because I wanted to be on the green team. Right. But let's be honest, origami wins. Yes. Because you can sit there, you can pull a dollar bill out of your mm -hmm. pocket, and you can make a bunny coming out of a hat. Yeah. You know, so, but it's, you're, you're playing the room, so you're not yes. necessarily 
putting you're not putting what you want that it's the answer uh my only thing is that um and this came up by people were playing the game with who um uh, they play some board games with us but um they were saying we've played a game like this before and they we have we played herd mentality with them and the similarities between the two are very strong yeah and that's that's the thing now this has it's a little there are three different types of cards that you're going to write like um there's fill in the blank Mm mm-hmm and this or that, and best of three. Mm-hmm. So um, Herd Mentality has one style. I was trying to figure out which one. They both pretty much do the exact same They are thing. essentially almost the same game. Scoring mechanism yes. is different. Yes. I think this is more gamery. Yes. Um, Green Team wins. It kind of puts, it makes it more of a game. Um, there's no, we kept Herd Mentality because we do love it. Mm-hmm. Because Herd her Mentality we're saying it right, too, right? We're not herd calling it herd min- immunity. We've reviewed it here on the channel before. Herd mentality. <laughs> and we did call it herd immunity, didn't we? Call we called it a million times. People yes. emailed in and said, you just kept saying immunity. So yes. Okay, but now we're saying herd mentality. But they're similar enough where you don't need to own both games. No. But they both give you the same feeling. And the biggest thing about party games are you normally don't care about score. For example, I don't even know how Telestrations does score. Oh, I, you know, we've never played Telestrations We've never scoring. scored yeah. Telestrations. Yeah. Um, the one I think people do score is Codenames. This one, though, the score, you do score it. Yeah. And it is a fun type of scoring. Yes, and there's 15 questions that are asked, right. too. Yeah. So, so you want to stay, the mm-hmm. more you stay on the green team, there's that catch-up mechanic. So this really does bridge that gap in between party game and game you actually care to keep score. Yes, Because yes. that's a that's a gap I never really envisioned before, but no, that's a big gap. That's a big gap. I was just looking at herd mentality here, it, and yep. there's just one question. It's not a this or that or best or both. It's just one question. Right. Like, yeah. um, what I'm looking at here is like, it could be best of three, yeah. and it could be like, what flavor should green be? Yes. Lime, apple, or watermelon. And then this or that would be curly fries or waffle fries. And that's a simple one. Everyone says waffle fries. It's, it's, <laughs> if you're curly fries, you're psychotic. Yes. But then there's fill in the blank. Captain blank, right? Yeah. And what's funny is when you do these, you think, oh, there's obviously only one answer for this, right? Like there is a fill in the blank and it's like girl blank. And I'm like, oh, so it's power, you know, girl power, girl power. You know, that's what it is. I was the only one that wrote mm-hmm. Girl Power. Everybody else wrote Girlfriend. Girl... Yeah. There I was you go. like, man. Yes. I it surprised me you wrote Girl Power because I you always say girlfriend. And that I, I, I heard your voice saying that. I was like, oh, that's what he's gonna write. Do I really always say girlfriend? Sometimes, like with Juliet. Yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, that's what I was but, thinking. But it's yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Not in like normal conversation. <laughs> you know? Yes, I know. Yeah. So yeah, so it's interesting. It's it's really fun. I think it's definitely worth picking up. It's 25th Century Games. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be widely available coming out if it's not already. I know it was released at Gen Con, but yeah. it's... I don't know. I haven't been to Target in a long time. No. Now, you know what? We'll roll through another party game real okay. quick. Um, an off-the-shelf. Ooh. And it's by Big Potato Game Snakes. Yes! Yeah, this wasn't initially, we weren't going to talk about this. This is not on the list. This is a curveball. Yeah, because Whoa. I thought, you know what, we both played them both the same night. Snakes is interesting. It's uh, 2021, so when I say off the shelf, not really, it's a year old. <laughs> but, um, Whoa. But it's a party game. And here's the whole thing. At the it's, it's very unique in the fact that it's a trivia game as well as a hidden role game. So you're going to hand out cards to everybody yeah. at the table, and you have a certain number of humans, a certain number of snakes, and then you have a mongoose. And a trivia question is going to be asked. When this question is asked, everyone discusses it. Now, the snakes in the room 
want to push people towards the wrong answer. Yeah. Everyone closes their eyes first, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's going to close their eyes. So everybody, the snakes will be pushing people towards the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Humans will be get it right. And the mongoose is also human. But the only difference is whoever gets the mongoose gets a mongoose in front of them. So that is the one person they know, everyone there knows, can be trusted. Yes. It is a human, okay? Yeah. So then, when everybody gets their hidden rolls, the moderator, who also is allowed to play this, right? Yeah. Says, everyone, close your eyes. Snakes, open your eyes. Yes. And all he does is he can, the moderator can still have his eyes closed. He just holds up that card mm-hmm. so all the snakes see the answer. Yeah. And puts it down, face down on the yeah. table. And then... Snakes, close your eyes. Everybody open your eyes. A very werewolf moment. Yeah. So then you open your eyes. And then you read certain questions. And it's interesting for the snakes. uh, They just see that the answer is whatever, C, right? Right. They don't know the question. Yes. So they find out the question the same time everybody else does. But all they know is the answer is C. So that's the one they want to um, get everybody to not think. And I was was very interested in... Well, okay, here's the thing. These questions they get are incredible because there are so many questions I thought... I was going to say, they did a fantastic job of the questions here. Yeah, I, I get the wrong answer. And I, wanted, I don't want to tell you in case you play this game, not like it's a spoiler or not, but some of these answers were so like, really? We had to look it up and... Here we go. What was the strange condition... What strange condition did Alfred Hitchcock suffer from? That's one yeah. of the questions. Yeah, which yeah. is... We're huge Hitchcock fans. Yeah, and we, I was like, I know this. Nope, I'm wrong. And it's just, yeah. I was, it was, we were like, what? I had yeah. to look it up. And is that true, by the way? I haven't Googled it. I oh. need to check. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, you have certain questions like, yes. what was the one, what was one of the suggested titles for Toy Story? A Tale of Two Toys, Bedroom World, Made in Taiwan. <laughs> what was the original intended use of bubble wrap? Wallpaper, food storage, or stress relief? And it's just, yeah. it's crazy. First of all, wallpaper would be very incredible if that's what it was. Um, would not uh, last long. Also, I was going to say, too, in this game, the scoring is very easy. So the snakes, and this was one thing we did keep score at, too. Oh, we did, way. didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, the snakes get um, points for every um, wrong answer. They've right. So, if, yeah, if the humans have all guessed the wrong answer, they get points for that. And I believe the mongoose gets points for something, too. But I was never the mongoose, so I don't know how that worked. Yeah. But, yes. So anyway, all right, yeah. so as far as party games, Snakes, it, it's a great game. That was a fun game, too. Check it out. Yeah. All right, so now, um, do you want to deviate and look at our list real quick? Or yeah, do you, you want to? Yeah. So okay. we were going to do these at the beginning, but we'll go ahead and break in the reviews here. Yep. We love to grab lists on different websites yes. and things and bring them to I you. I do love a list, a good list. So here are, these are four best board games to play if you like Stranger Things. Okay. All right? Yes. So, and of course... Have, you, have you looked at the list? I have. I okay. just did. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, the reason I want to talk about this list is because number one, I was like, huh, I hadn't thought about that, but I, I approve. It's Now, of course, D&D is the big, if of you course. watch Stranger Things, that's the big one they talk about. They, yeah. It's, it's a consistent theme in the show. So, But this is more pushing towards the board game genre. Yeah. Um, number four is the Snallygaster situation. Yeah. Kids on Bikes board game is Stranger Things in a Box. They do ride a lot of bikes in Stranger Things. Yes, they do. And this one, I do not know much about this. Have you heard much about this one? No, I hadn't heard about it at all. It's based on the RPG Kids on Bikes, this Nelly Gaster situation. Hmm. And it's a board game based on that. I know so little about this. Yeah, I... To tell you the truth, couldn't even tell you what the cover looks like. I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, but, but honestly, this sounds like it is pretty much Stranger Things in yeah. a Box. It's 
pretty much what it is. I don't know about the gameplay. I don't know how great it is. But yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. All right. So number three, Elder Sign. Elder Sign, of course, you know, Elder Sign is back to the Roaring Twenties and it's yep. very Lovecraftian and everything it does. And it's you fighting against the occult, which is pretty much what the majority of every Cthulhu game is. It's a bit, it's it's deep, you know, but it's, I could see that they're going to lean into Cthulhu on this list. Yeah. That's why I thought, as soon as I saw this one and the next one, I was like, oh, these are all Cthulhu games, but. Right, so, right, yeah. yeah. So, so number two is Eldritch Horror. Uh, which, of course, is Cthulhu, too, because it's Lovecraft. Right. So yeah. that Eldritch makes Horror, sense. I'd put Arkham Horror in there, too, whichever yeah. one you want to do. You want to yeah. Globetrot, you want to do in one city. So very Lovecraft. Yes. So both of those. But then number one was Escape from Aliens in Outer Space. Yes, it was. I love this game, and I was like, yes, good. Yes. And it says it, par- it parallels escaping from the upside down. Yes. I was like, this one, this is why th- I want to talk about this list. I was like, I ha- would not have thought about this, but I am glad they did it. Yeah. And again, um, we reviewed yeah. this a couple episodes ago, and it's it's a fantastic game. Yeah. I'm going back to the number four on the list, the Snally Gaster Situation, Kings yep. on Bikes board game. It was from 2021. It's really? Rated, so it's um, an old game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In your definition, <laughs> yes. <It's, laughs> yes. Blow the dust yeah, off of it. I was going to say, give it a chance. Yeah. Um, See if it holds up. Yes, it is rated seven point zero on BGG. Mm. Yes, and it's published by Renegade Game Studio. Really? There you go. Yeah, and it looks. It has a very eighties. Mm. You can tell this was kind yes. of based on Stranger Things. You can tell, but yeah, yeah this without one, the IP. Yeah, right, right. Stranger Things without the name. Uh, yeah, this one looks like a good game. I want to tr- hunt down a copy. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, um, all right, and then okay. do you want to do, we're going to talk about the best board game. You know what? We'll save that for next time. Okay. Best board game okay. accessories. Suspense right yes, there. Yes, we're going to do Whoa. that. So, all right. <laughs> so those are interesting just to throw in the middle there. Snelly Gast. If you guys have ever played this game. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. I want to see how it is. Or if you have one that you think parallels Stranger Things. Better. Better. Mm-hmm. Now, they did have a couple Stranger Things. They were games they were talking about at Gen Con. But a lot of them were hidden roll. Yes. Things like that. Which yes. that doesn't really excite me as much as jumping no. into the IP yeah. itself. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know and what you And there mean. was, I think, Tales from the Loop. Was an RPG that I think was had a had a feel of Stranger Things. I think things. so, and, and I can see RPGs being more tied into Stranger Things right. than it a just board makes game. Sense. But I do think board games could do it. I, I agree. So yeah, I just don't think there's a lot out there at this current time. No, but no. maybe soon. No, now they, okay. they have like still two years before the final season of Stranger Things comes out. So yeah, you know, take a I while. think you know, I think they're good. Which is fine, fine. Take your time, do it right. Yeah. Don't pull a Game of Thrones on me. Don't do Make that. that story arc happen and, you know, you take 10 years investing yes. in somebody oh. and in 10 minutes they snap. They and just, it's like, yeah. Wow. What? It's like that. I met someone the other day. I was at an event and there was a girl called Daenerys. Really? Yes. And I wanted, I don't know if I met the parents or I had a chance to ask the parents and be like, so, yes. Really? How old was yeah. she? Um... Like less than like ten for sure. I don't remember her exact age, but I do remember meeting her and hearing her name. I you went, don't think about that. People yeah. that are reading a book yeah. before the whole series is over, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "This is a, oh man, beautiful. She's such a wonderful person. Yes, such a strong person. I'm uh-huh. going to name you after her. Yeah. And then you finish the story arc at the end, and then you're like, whew. 
Whoops. How much is of that name change? Just start calling her Danny or something? It's like, ooh. You know, one of the um, questions we had on um, Green Team Wins was, yeah. what name is at risk of dying out? That was a good question. I don't yes. want to give, say the answer, but that was a good question I'm right going to say there. the answer. It's Gary. Oh, there were, spoiler. Uh, you know what? I and now I think it was Snakes, wasn't it? Yeah, because the whole thing is, they had games okay. like Bart. It was. And it was Snakes. I'm sorry, names yes. like Bart and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But which name wants to die out and it was gary and what did gary ever do to anyone i know i know gary had i mean every gary i know is a good guy yeah um misty was a snake on that tape and i was also a snake for that question so i knew the answer was gary and i was trying to convince it to the other name i don't remember what bart there was bart bart and misty was so convincing i know three people my age called gary and, and I was like, like, Misty was very convincing. She she did a good job then. I know. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Whatever happened to Gary? I know. So, They're dying out is what happened. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There so, you go. All right. So anyway, okay. um, yeah, enough about Gary. <laughs> no. So yes. now we're going to talk about the, the Marion of Mary King. Okay. This is more of an indie game here. It's by Devious Weasel Games, which um love the name. Yeah. This, this one we've mentioned before. It just looks incredible on the table. Mm-hmm. And what this game is is it is a it's a two person game 1v1 and you've got a grid of 12 tiles yeah in front of you and these tiles you both sit on the same side of the table so it's a portrait of a woman that she's facing you and if all the tiles are on the human side it's just a woman she has red hair green eyes she's just standing there looking at you but as you flip if you flip all 12 tiles over it's the same woman that kind of looks like a ghost a more more possessed yeah. look right she's got like a She's got ghostly eyes. She's kind of almost like the exposure look when you look at the the film. It's got that reverse negative look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. looks like a ghost. So anyway, so that's the back. So what's interesting about this is if you then flip her eyes over, then she's all human except for her eyes are ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Or her top of her head. And so anyway, what happens at the beginning of this game, half of the cards are flipped to human side and half of them are flipped to ghost side. So one person is trying to make her fully human. The other part is trying to make her fully ghost. Mm-hmm. So they're playing cards. It feels like an Onitama type of thing because you're playing the cards forward and it tells you to flip these two cards in this row and this one up top to the right. So then you keep going through them like that. And you keep flipping going back and forth. Now, I think I'm, we talked about this before and we had played it wrong. And really wrong. Yeah. We had gotten one roll. Yeah. So the whole thing is at the end of every turn. So you're going to play as many cards as you can. And depending on the day it is, is how many cards you can purchase or how many cards you can buy. And you're going to flip as many cards and get as close to having her fully on your side as you can. Yeah. Then the other person goes. But in between, as you flip and as you show the majority, you are going to have to discard according to the greatest majority uh, on you. So if you have like five tiles that are connected... Then the other person has to discard like one card. And if you have nine, because there were times where we would flip it to where, I mean, we would have 11. We would be almost ready to win the game. And we couldn't quite get there. Then the next person would flip it back. And you'd yep. keep going back and forth. But every card you play is your mind. So if you ever run out, you lose your mind and the other person wins. So you've got to very, you've got to watch the cards you play. You've got to be strategic. You just shouldn't go full in. Until you have a strategy to win. Yeah. And every time we played this, we've never, it's always ended in somebody running out of cards. Nobody's ever been able to flip everything. Patricia didn't run out of cards. Did she actually flip everything? 
I can't remember. I don't think she flipped everything, but she had them a lot flipped. Yeah, and that was... Yeah, but she didn't run out of cards. She almost ran out of cards, and then she got a card that let her put cards back. Oh, that is interesting, too. Yes. There are certain power cards that allow you, because you've got your mind is are the cards you're drawing from, and your memory is your discard. Yeah. And it's very nice as far as thinking about that, but it does get confusing when the instructions say, grab a card from your memory, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, what is that? And they they should at least <laughs> say me. memory, and in like brackets, like parentheses, discard. Okay, right? yeah. They okay. should do that. And I mean, it's okay to step out of the fourth wall and tell you that, because you could take one and put it back in. So... So it's very interesting like that. Um, looks beautiful on the table. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a more of a it's a less expensive game. It it's the production value is great. Oh, it looks fantastic. It looks great. And also the tiles are thick. They can be you mean you can they have a lot of weight to them. So as you flip them. I liked your motion, you were like like shaking I'm it. Hold on. You can yeah. shake it, yeah. you know, it's not and like it's not gonna like wib wobble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course the art is incredible. Um any downsides of this, we do like to try negatives. Negatives are I I don't know how winnable it is, but it's it is. It's just it's very. It's going to be hard to ever win getting everything flipped and getting her fully turned. Yeah. Okay. We have not done it yet. No. But maybe we're just not great at this game. So it's a fun. It's a quick game. It's a one v one, and it's one of those weird one v ones. You're both sitting on the same side of the table. Yes. And it's very interesting, and it's a unique style of game. It is very unique, and it's, that's what got us. We when we were looking at it at Gen Con, I was like, "This is unique. This is different. Yeah. I like this." Yeah, it's yeah. strategy, but it's also simple to learn. Yeah, you pretty much will say what's happening. Sit down, and you're off the races. Yeah. There's a couple of little bit of oddities and things as far as the way you buy cards and things, but that's. That's more in there, but it's that's the gist of the game. So anyway, it's it's, it's recommended. The Myriad of Mary King. Yes. Definitely like that game. All right, so now we're going to talk about um, Zombicide Gear Up. This is a roll and write. It is a roll and write. If you don't know, Zombicide... Um, it's not a roll and write game. It's not a roll and write game. <laughs> it is, but it is one of those that we don't play as much as we'd like to. But it has a nostalgia factor for us. Yeah, I really so like it. we do like a good zombie site. Now, this one, when we got it, of course, we had to get it because Alex loves rolling rights. It's we true. We both love zombie side. But the reviews were very mixed on it. I know. I was hesitant to get it. But that last hour of Gen Con, I was like, hey, let's just get it. So yeah. they had a few copies left. So we got it. So, okay. So zombie side gear up is a polyomino style game. It's a rolling right. But there's no real rolling. So it's more of a right. But I think... You know, rolling right is really a nomenclature at this point. Um, it lasts two rounds with nine turns each. Each turn is happening simultaneously yes. with everybody around the table. So you've got a row of cards in front of you and in front of everybody in the middle of the table, and they have zombies on the other side. For your first turn, you flip a card, and this shows you which weapon you attack with and which zombies in front of you move forward during the attack phase because you've got your card there. Yeah. And then next to it, you've got three sections. And the zombies will be on the left second further from you. So if their symbol is activated, they move one forward. Yes, okay? down. They yeah, move down Move one. it down. Mm-hmm. Now, each weapon on your card has a Tetris-style shape on it. Yes, when, and everyone is different. Every weapon is different. So when you fire that weapon, you get to X out those boxes on a zombie. So yeah. mentally, you can flip that Tetris-style wherever you want to. Yes. Because the zombie will also have a, a square... I guess, arrangement covering his body. Yes. You've got to X out every one of those squares to kill that zombie. If all the boxes that make up a zombie on his card are X'd out, that zombie is defeated. 
and you then get to move it away, and then you get to upgrade one of your weapons. Yeah. Now, if you also, there are symbols on those zombies, too. If you cover any of those symbols, you get bonuses. It can yep. be weapon upgrades. There could be more bullets. Yeah. To, re, to Get re, some hearts. To fire. You we'll build, some your, hearts, build your shields. Heal, yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So, also, yeah, shields are a big part. So, once you kill a zombie, you get an upgrade. And you upgrade a gun, you get those extra benefits. It could be like shooting the zombie in front of someone else, because normally you're shooting the zombies in front of you. Yes. You can then have a sniper, and you can shoot in front of somebody else. Or you can shoot twice. Yep. You know? So... Etc. like that. Now, once the zombies are in front of you, they're free spa- three space, they move forward. Now, each time their symbol shows, they move a space forward. Now, if they're ever in front of you, they attack. And that means any attack symbols on their body that you have not yet covered up by an X, yes. those attack. Yes. So it could have, when it starts at the back, five attack points. Like They think they're like um, stars. red stars. But when they get to you, you've covered them all up but two. Well, he's in front of you. He down does two damage. You can negate that damage with, with any shields you've gotten in that process. Yeah. And the last phase of the turn is to spawn. So then you reveal any zombies revealed are taken by a player. A player could say, hey, you know what? I don't have as many zombies in front of me. We'll take him and put him in front of yep. me. Okay? So that goes, that continues to the first round. You're trying to survive, upgrade your weapons, yep. kill those zombies, all that. Now, then during the second round, you're fighting the big boss. Yes. He's just a bigger card with obviously a lot more squares to X out. So many squares. And the big boss then moves around the board to different players attacking them. And but then also those are the only ones that can attack him. Yeah. Like, unless you have that sniper rifle, for example. Mm-hmm. Everyone also still has the zombies left over from the first round in front of them. But at this point, you're just trying to survive, but you're also trying to kill the big bad that's yeah. going around. <clears throat> Now, the cards for the second round boss also have, symbol, have boss symbols on them. These boss symbols show how the boss attacks, and he also attacks about according to how many of those symbols are uncovered. So, pretty much, it's at the end. You kill the boss, win the game, save the cheerleader, save the world. That type of thing right there. <laughs> yeah. So, that's pretty much what it all boils down to. Right. So, it is, um, and the polyomino aspect writing in there, had an um, Isla Cats explore and draw style like thing to it. What did you think of it? You're a huge zombie side. I do like zombie side. I when this first came on the table, I was I looked at him. I was like, oh, this is not zombie side at all. But then it wasn't until really you're a couple of rounds in, and like I said, you've got zombie sides and all your slots, and it's very stressful when they're in that bottom slot, and you know they're coming for you because there's always a certain point on the card where you can't cover up the stars. The stars are out of the box, just the base score of the card. Right. So you're going to get hit. That makes it a little pressure every round to just kind of keep getting those stars marked off, getting those zombies away. It So it is stress. Like it, it does have that zombie side. Like I've got to, I've got to survive. I've got to survive kind of feel to it. I do. I did really like that. I, Really liked the card I had because one of the weapons allowed me to just draw um, color in two squares that were not connected, like a square on the left, an empty square in the middle, and then a square on the right. That was very nice. At first, I hated that, but towards the end, that was very, very handy. So I could work around the shapes like that. But no, I really... There are so many different elements to this game. There's the coloring the squares to match that weapon. And then, of course, you want to upgrade that weapon, which you only do that by killing zombies because your upgrades are great. Yep. So mm-hmm. I do really like that the, the, the levels of it, too. Yeah, and the, and the point of frustration for me at the beginning was the fact that you cannot go outside of the box that is created by that zombie. No. Like, for instance, if yes. you've got a T... 
and one of those squares goes outside the box, but it will fill that. Like, mm-hmm. you need to just get those boxes. It will do it, but you just stick out a little bit. Yeah. You can't use it. No. And that's like, wow, I feel like I can't, I'm wasting this weapon. Yes. But it's... You can mark over squares you've already marked out inside that box. Okay, you can do that. You can do that. And that, you know, you waste whatever squares you mark over, but you can do that. So that helps you just waste however many squares you mark over. And that's a good point, too. Which you feel like you're wasting, but... It's not as bad as going out of the box and not being able to do anything. Right. It pretty much negates the exact mm-hmm. same thing. You're wasting that anyway. Yeah. So, in, so it is, but that's the thing. It's got to be, it's challenging enough to be frustrating. Yes. It is. It's a, but it's a good frustration. It's not the, the type of frustration where you're going to slam down the pen and walk away and never come back to it. This is a, it's a good frustration because like I said, you're really trying to work on it and get it, you know, clicking. Yeah. And I, I like this game. It's funny. If it was, if it was longer... I probably wouldn't like it as much. No, it's the perfect length. Yeah, it is a short game. Yes. And it's very easy to set up because Zombicide is a very, it's a fun game, but it's very hard to set up. Yeah, this is super easy it's to set up. It's just like, ugh, it's yeah. brutal to set up. Yeah. But this is 30 minutes, probably even less. You throw them out in mm-hmm. the middle and you just, it's the way roll and write should be. Yeah. And it's very quick. End of the night, let's crank through some gear up. Yeah. And does it give you that zombie feeling? Not really. No. It's, but it's very strategy wise. Yeah. Which is funny because that's the flip side of what people argue about zombie side. It's mm-hmm. no strategy. It's just a, a full Ameritrash yeah. dungeon yeah. crawl. Yeah. No, and this does have a lot of strategy to it. And I like it. I do feel like the theme fits with this game. They did, they did a good job. Yeah. Is it a must yeah. buy? No, it's not a must buy. I mean, I, but I like it. I'm glad we own it and yeah. it will hit the table fairly often. Absolutely. Because it's a great one to play. Yeah. I would, would say when you're relaxing, but no, this one's a bit of a brain burner too. Yeah. But it's it's quick, it's to the point, it's fun. It's not an end of the night game, but you could play it after you've played something heavier. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big thing. All right. So um yep. so those are our games for this week. We are going to coming forward, we're gonna start doing our people have messaged and mm-hmm. ask if we're gonna do our top games. Yes. So we are going to do our I'm not sure if we're gonna do top twenty, top thirty, top fifty. I don't do top hundred. I don't want to keep the next ten <laughs> weeks just doing these. That'd be a long but time. We'll probably yep. end up doing our top games starting in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but again, if you guys have liked the podcast, please like us yes. on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. Tell your friends. Also, we are on Facebook, on Mainly Games. Instagram. Instagram. But also, if you guys are in the area, if you want to come down, our Gamers the Gulf Coast is September 23rd and 24th. That is coming up. It's coming up, and it is free. Yes. And it is Two games. Two games. Two days. Two days. You said two games. You play a lot more than two games. I know. I'm sorry. Let's do Twilight Inscription. Uh, Twilight (laughs) Imperium. Yeah, I know. So That would be all you're doing. So 23rd and 24th down here in Fort Myers, Florida. So be sure to check that out if you are free. And again, you can email us in at show at mainlygames.com. Yes. You can also message us on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. But hey, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. All right. Keep gaming. Bye. Bye.